Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Press This WordPress Community Podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, we're going to be talking about a topic that's actually super interesting for me, which is recurring revenue for physical goods. You heard that right. Using WooCommerce and joining us in that conversation from QPilot is David Bradley. David, welcome to Press This. Thanks very much, David. Happy to be here. Yeah, glad to have you here. I think this is such an interesting topic. I think people oftentimes don't think about this notion of recurring revenue when I'm running an e-commerce store with physical goods. It's like it's kind of one and done. Maybe you think about an upsell or selling them something after the fact. Uh, but I don't think a lot of time people actually spend time thinking about like, well, how could I make this automated with repeat orders and those types of uh, strategies? So really, really interesting topic. Um, kick things off, I'd like to learn a little bit about you. Um, could you briefly tell me your WordPress origin story? What, what, what was the first time you used WordPress? 
Yeah, definitely. So I've been using WordPress uh, probably since about 2007, 2008. Um, so it came a little bit after when I started in e-commerce back in 2004. And really the way that I encountered WordPress and WooCommerce was I was running e-commerce at a supplement company in Virginia and we needed to integrate an online website and an online store with our site. And we had tried a couple of different approaches. Uh, there was a product back then by Adobe that we had tried for our online site and our shopping cart. And over the years of working with that company, eventually we came around to having a WordPress site and learning how to extend that with WooCommerce. So I believe it was in about 2012 that I myself started getting really serious about uh, WordPress and WooCommerce and integrating that into that e-commerce ecosystem of what's the website going to be managed on, what's going to be run on. It was such a beautiful place to manage our content for the brand. And when we were able to extend that with WooCommerce to also sell products where we publish content, uh, it was an incredible uh, sort of evolution of the website for the brand. It's a really interesting backstory. You know, t uh, in tech, things move so fast that would have just been a few years, a couple of years after WooCommerce was founded yeah. that you got involved. So I think you could consider yourself an early adopter in that sense. Um, so uh, that's really interesting. Now, earlier I talked about how you're with QPilot. Um, could you help people understand like what QPilot's all about? What do you all do? Yeah, definitely. So at QPilot, we're really focused on repeat orders for products that ship, right? And we bring scheduling capabilities so that customers can actually queue up a product that they want to purchase, right, from the site, not just as a one-time purchase, but maybe as a subscribe and save or a repeat delivery option. And the way that we approach that at QPod is we enable you to queue up that product, meaning schedule it for a future date. Um, these are with the existing products that merchants already sell. And as you can imagine, these are products that you ship, right? So at QPilot, we're really focused on delivering that value to uh, the customer, right, that purchases from a brand. The brand would be the one that's running the WooCommerce site, for example, that we're integrated with and making sure that they can queue that product up for a future purchase and a repeat delivery. So we're both enabling the scheduling and the queuing, right, of a product to purchase in the future, as well as the repeat order automation to actually run that product on a repeat basis as a as a recurring order so we we really bring that scheduling capability and that's basically how we put the queue in queue pilot i like that little play on words with the uh with the letter there very very clever um and that makes sense i think so help me understand i mean like imagining different products i might you know as a consumer be using in a kind of repeat way uh, but but generally, when we talk about repeat orders in e-commerce, like give me some examples of that. Like, what does that mean? How might somebody actually use this in real life? I almost said IRL. <laughs> yeah, definitely an IRL, right? It's it's a it's a pretty big deal, and I think the the time that we're in now even brings some even more uh, awareness to why end customers, right? Your brands, the purchasers, right, of your brand's products. Uh, are interested in doing something like this. So right now, I think we're living in what I like to call the new normal, right? Sort of talking about these times that we live in. And I'm going to talk a little bit about why there's maybe more pressure 
on brands right now to understand what that new normal is for them as a brand that's either coming online or who's been online and working on something like a repeat order experience or maybe even simpler, getting products scheduled for the future, right? There's actually a focus on that now um, with our customers and the new customers that we're working with, all of whom are running WooCommerce stores and selling physical products like coffee and vitamins, office supplies, paper goods online. I think paper goods have been in the news a little too much lately, but it's actually true. Uh, People are starting to purchase things online. And I think this new normal brings expectations from the consumer side. Right. There's a focus on automated and contactless experience. Right. That's a convenience measure uh, that online brands are expected to deliver. You know, you want to think about the pre-purchase pickups that are going on. Right. Ringing the doorbell and somebody leaves a package in front of your door. Right. Making sure that these brick and mortar stores as they're moving online are providing convenient shipping options and payment options. Right. That are easy, automated and contactless. And I think today's customer in this new normal right, is focused on value, right? They're looking for some kind of reward in a repeat order experience, right? Is, am I a VP, VIP customer as I stay with a repeat order with you? If I'm going to subscribe and save or I'm going to repeat delivery and opt into that, how does that reward me as a c- customer of your brand over time? And I think there's a new focus, right? Talking about the almost laughable experience of paper goods that we're seeing in the store of not running out of product. Right. So this capability of scheduling a product for a few for the future. Right. Similar when you might schedule a ride on Uber or Lyft is you, you're going to. So it's not just yeah. it sounds like what you're saying is it's not just about this notion of like, well, I need like orders to kind of automatically happen on my store. Uh, but it's also about, you know, thinking about your inventory planning, right. obviously delivering a lot of benefit for the end customer. And so it sounds like it could. This, these strategies could apply to a broad range of stores. It's not just people selling toilet paper or paper goods or, or those types of things, but um, it could be lots of different types of products that people might need on the kind of this ongoing basis. I want to unpack a little bit, though, around some of the strategies people are using with this, um, but we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, You'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. 
Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences. Marketing on Purpose. LPO, landing page optimization, where we make marketers great using design, data, psychology, and attitude. Join our host, Brian Massey, best known as the conversion scientist, as he sits down with leading marketers to help you create campaigns that deliver. LPO, only on webmasterradio.fm. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm interviewing David Bradley with QPilot around recurring revenue for physical products. David, right before the break, you were talking a little bit about how um, this notion of automated repeat orders is helpful for brands and the end customer, meaning that, hey, I need things on an ongoing basis. So as a buyer, that's helpful. But also the brand's experience, yeah. um, of course, of having kind of this ongoing revenue stream, but also in the ability to kind of plan inventory. So I'm kind of curious, I mean, out of the customers you have on QPilot or just things you've seen in the ecosystem, uh, give me an example of somebody doing like a good job with this. You can leave the names out if you want, but to, like, what's an example where somebody's doing a good job with repeat customer retention strategies with uh, automated purchasing? Yeah, happy to. I'd, I'd answer that in two parts. I'll answer the first part from a B2C company, right? A, a consumer packaged good brand that I think is doing a good job. And we'll also frame this for a B2B brand as well, somebody that supplies other businesses. Uh, to your point, this has got broad applications and it's a, it's a big focus right now for all online businesses. So let's start off with that B2C brand. So I'd love to talk about um, my favorite, because I have a dog myself, is a pet food brand that sells online. And I think what they do a good job of uh, across the board is they keep the offer really simple on their website. So you're going to go to their website, you're going to see uh, maybe a 20 pound uh, bag of dog food that you buy regularly. And they're going to make you an offer that you're probably very familiar with. If you subscribe and save today, you're going to get 5% off. Right, Just something to really simplify that intro offer into saying, we'd like to have a repeat delivery uh, relationship with you, and we're willing to incentivize that. But then they take it one step further, and they present like a gamified model, basically, to the customer, and they keep it really simple. For each time that we renew your repeat shipment, you're going to get five more percent off. So eventually, as a VIP customer of ours, by your sixth shipment, you're getting 30% off all future repeat orders. And that's such a great relationship to have. Super rewarding. 
for the end consumer. Obviously, they're buying dog food really regularly. They're not changing that habit. The dog's going to uh, consume that dog food regularly. Those are the types of goods that really thrive in the consumer realm. And that brand is doing a great job making a simple offer that gets better over the lifetime value of that repeat customer journey. So that's the biggest example. Are they seal, Are they capping out at 30% in this particular offer? They are capping out at 30%, but here's the magical thing about these types of repeat uh, deliveries, especially the way that QPilot enables it, is this is a scheduled order for the future that can be changed. So they can upsell into those future orders. They can uh, add trial size products to those upcoming orders, right? And when you add other products to those future repeat orders, they're also getting a 30% off discount. They keep it real simple, right? So that customer really does see themselves as a VIP repeat purchaser. I think that's one of the things that at least the e-commerce stores I've worked with over my career have struggled with, which is this notion of kind of, you know, customers that kind of drop in, do a transaction, drop out, and you almost never see them again. Yeah. And it sounds like, I mean, I really like this idea of like, well, why don't you just repeat that buy with me? Cause it's convenient for you. But if you do that, you're going to get these additional benefits. I mean, it sounds really clever. I mean, again, I know a lot of stores struggle with this, with this drive by nature yeah. of customers. Have you seen it actually improve like in a material way, uh, end customers sites and the, their business? Like, are they getting more repeat customers than normal or is this like a new line for them? Or how, how do you view that? That's a really interesting question. So we had actually entered in, so QPilot's been in production, uh, we power these WooCommerce stores through a plugin called AutoShip Cloud powered by QPilot. That's been available at the WordPress.org repository as a free plugin to, inter uh, to integrate with QPilot for about a year and a half. When we started that uh, journey, we understood from the merchants that we'd already been working with that about 20 to 30% of repeat buyers for any given brand, whether that's B2B or B2C, uh, seem to be into this type of offer, right? They could actually kind of take them out of the shopping category and say, hey, get into an auto reorder, a repeat delivery, a subscribe and save with us, and uh, you'll get some type of reward, free shipping, discounts, things like that, about 20 to 30%. What we've actually seen over time, having worked with some incredible brands over the past year and a half since that plugin launched, um, is this is actually looking more and more like 30 to 50%, right? So meaning when we say 30 to 50%, we mean of customers that already come back to the site to buy things. Once they understand like, oh, I really like this product. I really like this brand. Maybe more importantly, I like buying online because that's a big part of our new normal these days is buying online. They're, they're seeing a higher and higher conversion rate of making these offers to their repeat uh, buyers and bringing that automation, bringing those incentives, to them and the willingness to opt into this type of program is increasing. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it's been, you know, I, I think uh, for me anyways, I think of course when, the, <laughs> knock on wood, the crisis winds down, if you would, we got to all go yeah. back to our lives. I think some things are just going to go straight back to normal and we're, mm. we're hardly going to remember this time, but I think other things are lasting. And I, I, so yeah, for me, that was a really interesting experience. Like, not going into supermarkets. Of course, I have family members who um, had 
never really adopted e-commerce in the way I had. And so I think now that we're in the midst of this COVID crisis, I think more people than ever are going to be, uh, you know, kind of all in on the e-commerce experience, which I think is fantastic. I know stores will struggle in these times, of course, as well. But I think when we come out the other side of this, um, there's a big opportunity for e-commerce like never before, at least that's the way I see it. So I'm kind of, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I, I strongly agree. I think there's basically a new reason that's materializing through this uh, crisis period. And kind of what we touched on before, it's a strain on both the brand and the consumer. And we love that uh, engaging in this type of repeat ordering relationship actually creates a communication between them where they can actually work on this problem together. And I'll give you a quick example. Um, in our support and customer success at QPilot, we're getting a lot more questions from our merchants asking about, can I offer priority scheduling to my customers? And how do I do that? And honestly, it's just a matter of them making that offer to the customer and saying, for example, hey, these, these things that you're buying, you know, we kind of laughed about it before, buying paper towels or toilet paper, that's actually happening online a lot more right now because of this crisis, right? I need that delivery convenience. But now they have a different problem to solve, which is how do I get to the front of the line, right? So that I get the toilet paper or the paper towels when I want it, right? How do I make sure that my dog food order gets prioritized? And so we're seeing a new value proposition actually come up and the, the brands and the marketers are getting really wise to this pain that the consumers have and using this as an advantage. And what they're saying is, Get priority scheduling with us. Schedule your orders, right? Through our brand, through our website online. We'll make sure, because we have visibility now into when you expect that product to arrive, it's shipping to you, not just at the lowest, lowest cost, but at the right time. And that's really, I think, a big value proposition of queuing products up for the future. That's being a bigger, made a bigger deal now than usual, which is getting to the front of the queue so that you're actually gonna get your delivered product uh, when you need it. Oh, that's a really interesting outcome to that. I mean, even thinking about my personal experience during all this, we're thinking like, okay, when we do our curbside pickup order, should we do it in the morning or the afternoon? And yeah. thinking about its impact to inventory. Um, again, hopefully these scarcity issues are not, are not long lived, right. um, but it is a really uh, interesting positive outcome from uh, being able to order ahead and schedule those orders uh, for the customer and, and also the brand to be able to give them the ability to do that. Yeah. So um, what is the typical journey like outside of this crisis where an e-commerce site would be kind of spurred into exploring this? Like well, what are they, what are they, what usually starts them on this journey? Is it customer requests, trying to make more money? What's the, the driver for that? You know, I think it's really interesting because it, we've seen a few different journeys here. I think the first one that we'd always highlight is kind of the common understanding with marketers that it's easier to keep a customer, right, than gain one. That easier might be cost effective, right, spending money to acquire new customers, however you want to look at it. But they have that initial understanding when they uh, talk about launching a repeat order program with them. It's, it's really that understanding of retention. I want to work on customer retention. I want to- I love, I love that. that you bring up retention. Like retention yeah. is growth. It's such an important thing. It's so interesting to hear people use that as the anchor. I want to dive a little deeper into this, um, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. 
time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. Right before the break, we're asking our guest, David Bradley with QPilot, about reasons why e-commerce sites start the journey of thinking about repeat orders. Uh, David, cut you off a little bit for the break there. You're talking about retention being a driver. What, what are some of the other drivers to get e-commerce stores to kind of take this course? Yeah, so building off that just initial under, understanding of retention, I think these days, a lot of the social cues are what are is encouraging brands to explore this further, encouraging uh, people that want to engage their purchasers, whether they be B2C or B2B customers, right? In this type of relationship. And what they're seeing socially, they're seeing Amazon make those appeals. They're seeing big brands like Petco make these appeals, whether in uh, public facing on their websites, in emails, things like that. They're seeing these uh, tangible programs to retain customers that these really highly visible uh, consumer brands have like Amazon or Petco or brands like that. And they're trying to understand, like, how do I do that for my brand? Obviously, I'm interested in retention. This looks really cool. And more importantly, it looks really easy. How do I make it that easy for my customer? And I think those social it's, cues have been really powerful. So it's a bit of FOMO, fear of missing out on, on yeah. that ability for your store. Do, 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 does it oft, do customer requests often spur e-commerce stores to look? Do people like say, hey, how can I just buy this in the future automatically? Or do you feel like customers are, are asking for it or not asking for it yet? You know, I think we talked a little bit about this new normal. They're asking for it more. I don't think it's historically been so much a pull on the consumer side, but I think it's becoming one. 
because when we talk about these big brands, they're kind of educating these customers and saying, hey, look, look how easy it is to subscribe and save. Look how easy it is to repeat delivery of your uh, prescription medicine, things like that. So they're touching these uh, relationship marketers, these automation tools uh, around the marketplaces or the brands that they shop. And I think these marketers get exposed to that and they really get motivated and inspired by what they see out there and want to duplicate that for their brand in a big way. All right. Well, FOMO is a powerful force. So what are the best ways for stores to let their customers know when they launch, uh, you know, recurring purchases or automated purchases, like just email everybody. You mentioned kind of calls to action on the product pages. Mm -hmm. How do you market it? So I think the, the ways that we're seeing this marketed, a um, couple of different ways. So starting with that first one, they're definitely upselling on the products that they already offer online, right? It's really important that it works that easily for the customer. Do you want a one-time purchase? Uh, do you want to opt into a repeat delivery? Either way, we're good with it. We'd like to service you. So making that uh, quick, easy appeal on a product page. I think as the marketers expand that, right? What we're seeing our customers do are a variety of things. Online, they're going after targeted customers on email. Who already buys repeat from us? We want to bring them into an automated uh, repeat mm -hmm. order. It's going to be more convenient for them and they're going to understand this incentive because they love our product already, right? So they're already looking at that. Uh, who loves our product the most? What's that affinity? How can we work on that in terms of saying, make them an offer. And it's you know, typically what you'd expect. It's going to be a targeted email, uh, maybe a targeted ad displaying on their site or maybe on a display network as well online. And they're trying to pull them in to this type of subscribe and save or repeat delivery relationship that way. And then I think the other one that's really clever, you know, I mentioned Amazon before, a lot of your WooCommerce online stores are also selling on Amazon, right? And they're trying to find all types of clever opportunities uh, to get customer data in a way that they can either do package inserts or direct mailers to let customers know, hey, if you want to have a repeat order relationship directly with our brand, we can make that really easy and rewarding for you, right? And really trying to pull that customer into a direct relationship with them, even if they might have discovered the brand and the product on the marketplace. So it sounds like from the high level, you're uh, trying to fish in all the ponds, if you will, but spending a lot of your time uh, with prospects or existing customers who've already shown a tendency to repeat orders and have an affinity for a product. Um, uh, I, I like that approach. Sounds like uh, it's a little uh, much easier to dial in on success. Um, so I think it's interesting just in general, the, the condition that e-commerce stores find themselves in today, but I'm really bullish about the opportunities for the future, mm. especially with what you know, our current environment is, is leading us towards with a now more digital world. Um, so I'm very bullish about that, but I'm really excited to see stores leveraging recurring revenue in a physical product sense. And I really enjoyed talking this out with you today. Thank you so much for joining us today, David. Oh, it's my pleasure. Absolutely. And if you'd like to learn more about what David is up to, you can visit qpilot.cloud. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. Again, this is your host, David Vogelpohl.
I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.